Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. Here with Mr. Tate Matthews. This past week, Tate, we were back, or this coming week, we're back to region play in football, so I know we're excited about that. And then uh, cross country got started, so obviously we had some nice results in cross country as well. We did. If anyone was wondering if Miss Stigall had taken a step backward this year, she has not in cross country. She took a few forward because Correct. she got faster. Yes. Have fun with that. Rest of the field. And I'm excited about region playing football. I am too. Uh, well, we've had four weeks, one region game, three nine. Now it's time to get down to it. Hey, it's week five, man. Time to go. That's always bittersweet for me. Seriously, uh, I, I don't. It starts feeling like it's coming to an end. Good gracious, we're halfway, th almost halfway through. I, I do not feel like it, that. Do you? Well, or is we're that really a dumb not. Comment? <laughs> no, it's fine comment, but I just know for us, we've got postseason too. Yes, that's right. That's another several weeks that we'll be playing. Hopefully, now, if I were in another district, yes, it would seem like it was over. Hopefully, for a six A team, a five A team, and a three A team. We're a third of the way through the season. Correct. I think we might be. Could be. And two of the three, I'm going to say, I feel really good. You already called the Marriott? Yeah. Chattanooga? <laughs> We'd better make it. Yes, Mr. Joins, we have your room. <laughs> Coach Joins. Let's talk a little volleyball. Lots of great volleyball. I know, I know, who, I know who needs to go ahead and get rooms for Murfreesboro. <laughs> Nolensville? Hey, did you yeah. see, and, and speaking of Nolensville, they get a 3-0 win over Ravenwood, a very good Ravenwood team. 25-16, yeah. 25-14, 25-16. They're still undefeated. Kyra Knox, 13 kills, four aces. Maggie Rickert, 10 kills, eight digs. Ellie Tant, 17 assists, 12 digs. I mean, come on, Ellie. <laughs> good gracious. That, that's like five set stats. Yes. Good five set well, stats. Well, and, and that's, that's like – that's like all SEC material. It is. All three of those, and they're all on the same team. Unbelievable. Yeah, it uh, really did, is. You saw the picture on Twitter where it's like we got some new decoration in the gym, and it's like it's them sitting down. They got the three. They're going to win four in a row. It's pretty big, man. That, that, I, obviously, we know a team that has done – or a program that has done that before. Uh, has anybody, I'd love to know if anybody else has outside of Brentwood. Well, you know, we were kind of – a couple of years ago, because we love Coach Young, we right. kid because we care. We recognize talent. We said, hey, great job, back-to-back -back wins, but you're still a few away. They're, it's in play. <laughs> it's in play. When you look at their younger talent. I, that's what everybody keeps saying. you got to get lucky. All that stuff's got to happen. Everybody keeps saying that's they're not slowing down. We just offended every – Wilco volleyball coach there in about no 30 well seconds. well we we talked about it a couple of weeks ago the the rising water all the ships rise and it has you mentioned Franklin last week you know Ravenwood Ravenwood's in that conversation Ravenwood every year on being in Murfreesboro as well you know Independence is getting better Summit Brentwood how can you count them out so but the bottom line is until somebody beats them they are number one right now well yeah. speaking of you're talking about Franklin moving up a level how about that four set win. For the Lady Admirals. Hey, man, they, they used to go Over years. Brentwood. That's right. 25-17, 25-16, they fall in the third, 20 to 25. So that one was really close, 25-16. By the way, uh, Coach Beebe went with – not many people do this. I like it. Did you see that in the Herald? She went with maroon spandex. 
I like it. I like it a lot. I thought it looked good, man. I like I, it a if lot. I was Most people go the traditional black. black. Yeah. Indy does navy, you know, but like, yeah, man, I'm going school colors and the spandex, especially with the white top. I loved it. I thought it looked great. She's, and we may have talked about this last week, but she's doing a lot of things that you see successful people doing. For example, I saw on Twitter, here we are at the Lipscomb game, and we're here as a team, and we're watching. That's what programs do. Yeah. It just is. You can, you can act like it's a 4 o'clock and everybody goes to the house. The big-time programs, regardless of sport, they do things outside of the practice and game times. I agree. They just do. Yep. The teams that uh, – are you watching Legacy on Hulu of the Lakers dynasty? No. It's awesome. You're, of course, admittedly, you're a Lake Show fan. Big time. Well, Showtime. I'm impressed. I know you, it's Showtime. I'm impressed but I'm you know there. that. No, that, that was Van Exel and yeah. Eddie Jones. Lake Show. Lake. I have to give credit to my man, Matt Davenport. He, he says Lake Show every once in a while. Is he a Lakers fan? He just likes that. The Lake saying, Show. I, yeah. I love Dick Van Exel. Anyways, you need to watch it. Uh, Michael Cooper talks about that. The teams that spend time together, hang together, they usually play better together. Now, some of those things the Lakers were doing together, Not, we, don't, we don't necessarily promote that on the show. Well, it, it says um, uh, it says at the beginning, recommended for mature audiences. <laughs> That's why it's on Hulu. It's great, man. Moving on, let's talk. Uh, Brentwood did get a win over Centennial 3-0. Dylan Salser, 30 assists in that 3-0 win. Hannah Tate, 15 digs. And then Centennial... You know, she sometimes her name doesn't get mentioned enough, Sydney Waller, because they are not necessarily at the top of the league. Yeah. But a nice player there for Centennial. She had nine kills and committed to play uh, at the next level, too, I believe, already. So she's done a nice job. Without a doubt. Independence got a nice win over Oakland, three yeah. to one. Nice, nice try, Oakland. We got to get some digs in on Oakland since we didn't beat them. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Allie Greenwall, Carly Charles, and Emma Beardsley all. With double-digit kills. It's bringing the heat. I'm surprised Oakland was able to get one out of there. <laughs> hey, listen, Tate. Now, talking about things starting to take shape, but it's actually the further we go along, the less I know. Clear as mud. Soccer, you know, we're talking about, okay, no low's kind of the team. Not so fast. Coach Mancini and Ravenwood said, hold up, no one'sville and Miss Podelsky. You're not going to run away with this thing. So they win that matchup. Franklin... Uh, uh, knocks off Brentwood for nothing this past week. And here's what I'd be nervous about if I'm the rest of the league. And number one, Coach Burgoyne knows what he's doing. But four different players scored. To, to me, that's a sign of, okay, you got several people who can get it done. Olivia Simpson, Marissa Davis, Annie Simpson, Margaret DeFranco. We talked about earlier in the year, Franklin lost to Indy. And then what happens? Summit knocks off Indy. Yep. So I don't really know what's going. It's 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 really close. It's really tight. Parody, and you said Nolansville's number one. I didn't say that. You said that. Till somebody knocks off Ravenwood, I'm going with Ravenwood. That's probably smart. I give you credit. <laughs> uh, Brooklyn Lewis, by the way, Wait, with yeah, both well, goals. While we get to picks, though, you're obviously a better picker than me. So <laughs> well, this past week, <laughs> I'm looking forward to talking Peckhams. Uh, Brooklyn Lewis with the two goals. For Summit. That's awesome. In that, uh, That's become a nice rivalry down there. It really has. Hey, let's talk a little cross-country, uh, uh, Tate. 
uh, the Boyles Classic, ran out there at Hermitage. We did okay. Talk about uh, some of those girls' results, Tate. Well, Claire Stegall won. I'm surprised. With a time of 17 minutes, 8.18 seconds. That's really fast, by the way. She, she improved her PR, I believe. Uh, it's really fast. Now, Jordan Rail came in fourth. Larkin Johnson came in fifth. Think about that. Now, I don't think it was real. The, the gap between one and everybody else is is about like the gap in the mile, <laughs> two mile at the state track meet. And have we had very many cross-country gyms in the history of the show? Well, we're getting ready to have one, Tate. Brentwood. So get this. You didn't mention a Brentwood runner in the top five. So you're thinking, okay, maybe Brentwood didn't do so well. Well, they won, by the way. Yes. Uh, five runners in the top 20. Lydia Cromwell, sixth. Rachel Hall's eighth to lead the team. And educate our viewers, Tate. I mean, we're, we're, we're a program that likes to educate. We're a program that loves all sports. How can you not have a runner in the top five but so decisively win the event? Well, it's kind of like with their track and field program we talked about. Yes. Uh, I kind of got um, reprimanded. The FCC come in? Yes. So do you want me to change it? Or no, I say we go with it. Let's get another no, reprimand. No, it's, it's death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> points, points, yeah. points. So here we are. Uh, yeah, Nolensville got the big lick first place with, no, uh, with Claire Stegall. But five in the top 20, sixth, eighth, whatever, 11th, 15th, you add all those points up, the sum is greater. And you want low points. Yes. Because one is one, right? Correct. Now, not in track and field. No. But, yes. You want high points, yes. Yes, you want high points. Low finishers, kind of like golf. You want low scores yes. in golf. You want, to, you want to be around that goose egg or under. So that's what they do, man. It, it, they do it in cross country. They do it in track and field. Now, again, we're, we're acting like they – had a couple of 30-place finishers. I mean, they're all in the top 20 of a really good meet. But, yeah, man, they just the, – the, that it's, it's a team point total, right? Team point They've total. They've got the best overall team. But Independence comes in third. That's strong. Nolensville fourth. Ravenwood fifth. So four of the top five. Thanks for playing. <laughs> On the boys' side, no surprise, Miles Raymer from Ravenwood, one with a time of 15 17.47, uh, that, that's a great time. He's that's moving, a, that's man. a great time. Well, both he and Claire are basically sprinting the whole way. Yes, taking off. I mean, I can't sprint to the mailbox. I no. can, I just can't sprint back. <laughs> <laughs> God. And you have a short driveway. <laughs> yes. Uh, Brody Chapman, Brentwood finishes second. Nate Martinez, fourth from Indy. Then you've got Brentwood at fifth, sixth, and eighth. Uh, Fielder, Johnson and Vaughn, Will Johnson of Ravenwood ninth. And then the team totals, Brentwood one, Indy three, Ravenwood four. Uh, Chickasaw Trails, there was an event down there. Congratulations to the Boutros sisters, both finishing the top 30 in a real tough event. Franklin, in that same event, David Brown was 12. So cross country getting rolling, which means we're going to have a lot of great results. Now, last are before – Are you – hold on real quick. This will be real fast. Are you willing to go out on the limb like you have on some of your picks? I mean, just some real out there picks. Are you willing to say that Claire and uh, Miles 
both win the state championship this year? I am, and we're going to pull the double on the team, too. Oh, Brentwood. Boys and girls. Wow. Now, that is not out there, but that's, I, that's good. I like that. Book it. Stamp it. I'd say book it. I like it. I don't feel – yeah, I'd book it. Well, then that means Brentwood already a leg up on the – Director's Cup. Yes. Coach Bill Moore in his first year as the AD will be like, hey, I got this thing. They've won the Director's Cup every year except the first year. Ravenwood won Ravenwood, 15-16. Yeah. Since wow. then, Brentwood every year. It's unbelievable. Stanford Sears Cup. Man. It, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And similar, actually. Yeah. Academics, the kind of sports they dominate in. Uh, let's talk golf pretty quickly here before we move on to football. Nolansville. We haven't mentioned Nolansville a lot. want to make sure we give Coach Ladd and the squad credit. Six-stroke win over Indian girls. The boys did lose to Brentwood, but the best score, uh, Mr. Beatles, who was a state tournament representative last year, shot a three-under, which was great. Brentwood defeated Summit boys and girls. And a little ma mini Battle of the Woods. They won in boys and girls. Brooke Brummett was a plus four versus Summit. Sam Johnson on the boys' side, three under versus Ravenwood. And then our final match to talk about, Paige defeated the Franklin girls by five strokes. So that's saying something because it's only top two scores. Correct. And Sophia DiPaolo, most times, is going to be the best score. You're already down one. You're down. Maybe several. And then the boys tied. And that was an 18-hole match for Paige, Grant, Clark, one under 70. Gabby Diaz, a plus 10, 81. So, golf, uh, what did we say? State tournaments, first week of October. Yes. So, we're getting close. Sevierville Golf Club. We'll be there. Highly recommended. It's cool great. Cool place, man. Uh, Sports Connection will be on the road. Let's go. Hey, from listening to what you've been saying the past few weeks, that um, uh, the boys tying – I think Coach uh, – Oh, did I say they beat them in both? They actually – you're right. You're the right. Boys tied. The boys tied. Coach Whip's got to be very pleased. That, that's right. Because Paige has been playing lights out. And well. it was an 18-hole match, yeah. which is more like the tournament. Yes. And by the way, maybe that's the clown show of the week. I'm not blaming our coaches, but can you not have a tiebreaker? Ah, it drives me Hey, nuts. guys, we played for four hours, but y'all tied. Go home. What about my Eastern Kentucky Colonels, baby? Seven overtime win over Bowling Green. What if after the sixth one they had to said, hey, thanks, right, boys. It's good. Let's all sit around, play duck, duck, goose in the <laughs> midfield and go home. They need to switch that in the pro game. I don't like it. I bet that's something to do with union and they don't want to play extra. And I bet the players don't want it, if I were going to guess, because they don't want to do a bunch of extra playing. Well, go like – but do like in colleges. After the second overtime, it's two points. It's just play – it's, you know – it's only two play if if you both score or you neither one score, it's only two more it's only two plays per extra overtime after that. I was trying to ag you on for the clown show of the week and you weren't playing. So let's Well, you, you let's don't go. want to water it down. I mean, it's got to be <laughs> it's got to be legit. Yeah. I'm not sure that I'm uh, passionate enough about that. <laughs> That's clown show ask. <laughs> let's talk about these football recaps uh, week 4. The WCTV game of the week, it was over before it started. Nolansville, 53-7 to over Liberty Creek. They have 427 yards of offense. Polly D, great guy. He let off the gas. Kobe Walton, 8 of 10, 189 yards, three touchdowns. All to chance Fitzgerald, who had 100 yards receiving. 
Samson Johnson, 100 yards rushing and a touchdown. And then uh, our man Zion Tamaska. He keeps showing up. 70-yard touchdown run. So played pretty well. And the defense played pretty well, which leads me, Tate, to our WCTV play of the week. Running the football. You know, these are strategies because no one wants to lose 60 to nothing, right? So they're going to try to keep things close. Uh-oh, fumble. So, so there's a it's fumble picked there. Up. Picked up on the hop. Looks like number eight for the Knights, if my vision's correct. No flags on the field. That looks like Tarek Washington on the scoop and score. We're going to check it out. It was a Thank good screen pass, and it just has he spinning to try to get that extra yards. Uh, a little punch out right there. And there's the ball. So it's like number 33 for yeah. Nolansville, Jackson Bandy, punches the ball loose on the tackle. And that's when Tarek Washington there is to reap the benefits of the turf bounce. And he runs with a caravan into the end zone. Well, General Neyland would be very proud. The Maxims, number two, play four and make the breaks. And when one comes, score. And that's exactly what the Knights did there. They definitely. It's kind of a kind of a team effort. Everybody to the ball, right? Yeah. To the ball. To the ball. Be around it. Get your opportunity. Make the most of it. That's what they did. Uh, shout out to Coach Derek. He does a great job sharing stats, by the way. Yes. Uh, Derek Burrows, Gary Davis both had sacks. Fumble forced by Jaden Wyatt. So total domination for Nolensville. Hey, and Coach Derek, I know you're out there watching. You're in 5A. You're dominant. You're going to have a great chance to play in the state final. You or Paige, uh, when these new contracts come out, we're expecting to see Nolensville Ravenwood boy. Hey, man. Right? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, yeah. it's, I think it'll happen. They're in the little. It's too close not to. What a close. gate that would be. Brent, Ravenwood came from Brentwood. Nolensville came from Ravenwood. Correct. Isn't that scary? If, yeah. we, if we were Texas and had those mega high schools, nobody would beat that school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or or you know, everybody wants to talk about Maryville. Can you imagine if just one of those, any of them, could do what they did? It wouldn't hey, be like those three schools. Do it? No. Our three would be killing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Hey, we talked about it at the beginning of the year, but at, going into week five, how big is this Page nolensville game shaping up to be? Hey, listen, the streets have been on my case, even though John's going to be off on assignment that night. He's been wearing me out every week. Turks and Caicos, where is he going to be? <laughs> Atlantis. Out looking for some new material for the, for the spring tuxes. Oh, good. I like it. Now, he'll be, he'll be out, but October 7th, unless something strange happens, we're coming to you, Paige Nolensville, at Nolensville. They'll be going crazy. Crazy. That student section is legit. Hey, Tate, this is one you and I checked out. Uh, I think it was the best game, even though the score is two touchdowns. Ravenwood 31, Oakland 45. Ravenwood first possession. They score on a Chris Parson eight-yard run, and it was off to the races after that, just back and forth. Great game, especially if you like offense. It was a great game. Um, two great coaches, two great programs, great players. Great squads, and uh, it was neck and neck. The, 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 the game was closer than 45 to 31. And, uh, you know, I think Coach Hester would tell you, um, you know, maybe not with a microphone in front of him, but I, I guarantee around his staff, 
they grew. They grew. They got better. It was a loss, but this team got better and grew. They got more out of that game than they did any of those wins. I think they got more out of it out of the than, than they did the NBA game. They just they played really, really well. And and he will tell you this. It's the best game Chris Parson has played as a Ravenwood Raptor. 350, 350 plus total yards of offense. Uh, Coach Creasy of Oakland was speaking his praises. Carter Pace with two rushing touchdowns. Uh, they just played really, really well, man, you know, and, and was in it. Uh, I think what was pretty neat in the second half, it became very apparent. Uh, neither one of them were kicking field goals anymore. They were going for touchdowns. And I do believe uh, when they were down by seven, that 77, 75-yard punt that just flipped the field, gosh, I think if they had a good return on that, you and I and others – thought that Ravenwood was going to go score, I can guarantee you Coach Hester was going for two. Well, that, that's interesting that you bring that up. Uh, I thought there were two key plays. That one, and then up 24-17, uh, the Oakland QB, I know he's 18-0 and 0 as a starter, but he threw one, looked like somebody <laughs> shot it out of a duck blind. And that thing was – and then dude was open – ran it down to inside the five-yard line. They score late. If they hold them to zero points there, I'm telling you, I, I think maybe they win the game. I know it's just one possession, but possessions were so hard to our, – our stops were so hard to come by. Both sides. And then the one right before the half, you know, if they don't get that thing on that big play down there. To the, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's that tough. was the one that got shot out of the duck blind. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. There were, well, it was like when you had a bad nerf throw there back were a in the couple. day. You know how in a nerf you could throw one, it'd be tight, but then every once in a while you'd get one of those. And oh, it'd, it'd be, it, it looked like a helicopter. <laughs> but, golly, man. Um, kind I, of remind me of the Richardson guy from Florida. Yeah. This past weekend. He had a couple that looked like that. Three out of five? Big, this isn't big a, Blue Nation. Isn't three a, out of five. It's a big blue show, but since it's brought up. Hey, man, Coach Stoops is the real deal. I know my man Creed back there is pumped up to hear about it. Very. Hey, uh, you've been saying it. I think everybody thinks it now. There's a lot of ball to be played. And Ravenwood better not be looking down the road or they're going to get uh, smacked right in the mouth on Friday. But I think a lot of people now believe there's a good chance we see this game again. I said it before they played yeah. a game. And I also said this. They're going to lose in the regular season. I said it way back. Yeah. And they're going to win in the state final. Let's go. I'll take it. I'll be expecting a ring, Coach Esther, since I predicted that. Correct. All right, let's move Make on. Make a note. Nice, another nice win. Brentwood, 14 over Henry County, 12. Grant Nelson, he's been in Brentwood for eight weeks. Throws a couple of touchdown passes. He's 9 of 14, 102 yards. One touchdown to Mason Bell. And one to Daniel Cochran. I love Cochran's attitude. He came in and played some QB last year. He could have moaned and pouted and done all those things you do when a new guy comes in. He said, I'm not worried about it. And honestly, because he does play so much basketball besides the season, yeah. probably makes sense for him to play where he's playing at tight end. No question. And that's a pretty good target, by the way. <laughs> well, I love it. What a match. Did you see it? I saw it yeah. on a uh, jump ball. That kid stood no chance. No chance. Also, he, he's a kid who could very easily say, you know what, 
my ticket's basketball. I'm not going to play at all. I'm going to go work on my game and, and just play basketball only, you know? Um, so I think that's unbelievable. says a lot about him. But, yeah, that, that's a matchup problem that I think you're going to continue to see, you know? And if that ball is thrown correctly like it was by Grant Nelson, it was a heck of a – I don't know how they stopped that other than pass interference. You don't stop. The it. best part is when he st- – <laughs> he held it up and started walking – and then, and then, uh, like Big Brother holding it from Little Brother. Yeah, <laughs> I think you'll see more of it. I think this is a big win. And then an, another one, Mason Ball. He gets a. He's a uh, another um, junior. No, he's. I think. I think Mason's a sophomore. He's either a sophomore, or junior. So junior, sophomore. You got Manning. When we get our when we get our man, uh, Merrill back. They got a lot of really good skill they players. They do. They're developing other guys they in do. the skill. And 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 again, man, uh, that defense. Everybody's talking about that defense more and more now. Henry County's a good football team, especially offensively, and to hold them to 12 points, I like what Coach Finch has got going. Uh, other than the Summit game this year, Henry's left with a lot of losses in WCS. I love it. Appreciate them continuing to play, yeah. though, which is their great program. Oh, he's, he's going to do it the right way. Centennial. Coach ain't going back down. Centennial. Little bounce back win, 42-6 over Antioch. Uh, it's 35 nothing at the half. 24 minutes later, they were on the buses heading to the house. <laughs> Cody Williamson with a pick six on Antioch's first drive. Brendan Jones, five of five, 119 yards, two touchdowns, both to Jaden George. Uh, rushing touchdowns for Carlos Vigil and Xavier Tough Teller. Now, let's hope I. I think you nailed it. Well, I mean, as he as he keeps scoring touchdowns, we'll we'll see. <laughs> At At, yeah. From now on, At. But great game for them. Uh, here's a stat that I thought stood out for Coach Kreisky and his unit: nine yards per play on offense. So basically, they they had uh, second and one all night. That's a pretty good night. You can win some games like that, and and five for five for Brendan. That's his. Didn't play long. He only threw five. <laughs> he completed two of them. So. He was actually out at the half organizing the stuff so they Pop-ball. could get gone quicker. <laughs> As Dr. Qualls says. Hey, listen, nearly the comeback of the week. Fairview's yep. down 20 to nothing at the half on the road. They come all the way back. They end up losing 32-26 to Fairview. Uh, they've got the ball fourth and five on the 23-yard line of Westview. McCoy hits uh, Grayson Estes. For a pass, there was some question about whether or not, you know, maybe it was marked incorrectly, got a little charger home cooking maybe. But listen, one play doesn't make a game. But they come up a little bit short. It's a non-region game. It'll be fine. Uh, But great coming back there for Fairview. Yeah. Westview's, what, the defending state champ? Pretty good. They got, I mean, obviously the QB's gone. but He's gone. (laughs) They're still pretty good. Yeah. You don't beat Fairview if you're not. No. And that's a tough place. That's kind of like Lincoln – not Lincoln County. Henry County, that's a tough place to go. But you got to think they're going to be better for the Westview game and the Page game later right. on in the season. But, you know – They're getting ready to rack up a bunch of wins. I think so, too. The, I think Coach Hughes would be okay with this. Crawford Claxton, rushing touchdown. I mean, yeah, rushing touchdown. 71 yards receiving. Layden Grant. Mays McCoy, 161. He, he's getting he's getting better, more and more comfortable in that role. Need to see some more people. I, I agree. 
making some big plays than those three. It, that's the three names we say every week. Somebody else has got to step it up. Well, you're going to come up against somebody good, and they're going to take one or two of those away. I, I think they'll find those people. Though. I do too. I really do. To me, the surprise of the week, I thought Franklin would go in and actually manhandle Stewart's Creek. It didn't turn out that way. They fought back. They were down, I think, 16-7 it was early, uh, or 17-6 maybe it was. 16-7, 17-6, whatever. They tie it back up at 17 late, but then there's an 89-yard rushing touchdown from Stewart's Creek with under eight minutes to play. Uh, Franklin never scores again. Uh, they did get another really nice performance out of Brewer Wilson, the quarterback, 17 for 28, only a sophomore. 282 yards, a touchdown to Cooper Brown, his favorite target, seven receptions, 172 yards. Brewer did have two interceptions, which with their team and their offense, they can't turn the ball over. They have such a small margin for error. Yep. Well, and, and then the, the two long runs, that's 14 other points. So they gave up, uh, you know, a 60-yarder and an 80-yarder, and they just can't do that. So, again, they're young. Nobody wants to hear that, but it's true. They are. They're young. But, you know, they don't want to hear that. Um, that's a tough one. That's, that's one that they, they wanted to try to get. And they really needed to win that one. Yeah. If you're talking about, I mean, they're gonna, they've got some tough matchups coming up. That's one they, they really needed. Sean Gacka uh, did lead the defense with five tackles. There's a name we've heard uh, quite a bit of if you're a Franklin fan over the years. They've, they've contributed a lot to that program, that I, family has. Listen, we're getting a little short on time, so let's go a little quick on okay. these next two. Independence, 14-45 uh, loss to Pope John Paul. Tough loss heading back to region play, but again, that doesn't affect their region record. Uh, Brooks Sapone to Daniel Morales for a touchdown. Playmaker. No doubt. Clay Davis, 50-yard touchdown run, so congratulations to them. Summit took one on the chin at Blackman, 21-54. Uh, bright spot, though, that second half. Austin Harvey, 14 for 21, 228 yards, three touchdowns, uh, one to Aiden Bird, one to Pryor Browning, one to Josh Jenkins. Jenkins ends up with 172 yards receiving, so uh, I do like to see, and I know, you know, taking some positives here, uh, Austin Harvey has stepped up. He oh, has. yeah, he's coming into his own. He, he Big really Big shoes has. to fill. And he's going to have to if they're going to have a chance here. He, he's going to have to, but he is playing better, and, and Blackman's a good football team. So three touchdowns, 228 yards against them, that's good. Independence and Pope, hey, look, man, all you can take from that is those are two really, really good teams. Um, and, you know, they're off. Let's learn from them and move on. But then they're not going to see another quarterback like, uh, well, Independence might. Yeah, and Summit might. <laughs> they are going to see another quarterback like him. Never mind. <laughs> By the name of Parson. <laughs> You're only going to see one more quarterback That's right, that's like right, that. that's right. Hey, Paige, 28-14 over coffee. That was an impressive win. I think we both thought it would be just a nail-biter. Paige scored the first 21 points. Uh, here's some names we've been mentioning a lot. Colin Hurd, 376 yards passing, yep. four touchdowns, 36 rushing. Max Collins, 136 receiving. Boyce Smith, 185 receiving. Three touchdowns for Max, one for Boyce. And I, I was taking a look at those stats. That's 22 of the 28 receptions yeah. to those two young men. You know it's coming. Good luck stopping it. Colin Hurd, man, he is fun to watch. He's something now. 
and, and I love the play calling, man. Coach Bone, you know, I don't think – Air Bone. <laughs> Air Bone, man. That's what I was going to say. People, I don't think people really think of him that way. He's, a, you know, a former lineman and all that. They are flinging that thing everywhere. He loves to throw it. And Max Collins and, and Boyce, but think about that. Ten receptions, 12 receptions in a game. A lot of people don't get 12 receptions in four games. They were busy. Hey, that's a good win. Coach Bone will tell you, uh, Coffee County's offensive line was the biggest, most physical they had seen to date. That's a good win. This Paige Nolo game is going to be awesome. Can't wait. Connor West, nine tackles there for Paige. All right. Good job, Connor. Tate, Pickums, uh, the fans, Dr. Qualls and yourself, it's a tough week, <laughs> six and three. Uh, I had a tough week too, but did come up with seven wins. Closing so, the gap. So uh, the fans now have 24 wins. Dr. Qualls and myself have 25. He's fading fast. He's getting busier, so he's going to stop, like, cheating, cheating on the picks. <laughs> and then you're still in first with 26 wins. We've got some games this week that I feel like maybe I could take the lead. We'll see. Fans, keep voting on Twitter, WCSCO Athletics. Here we go, Tate. I'll start. Battle of the Woods, WCTV Game of the Week, game day number two, Ravenwood students. If you're out there listening, the worst game day I've seen since I've been here in the district was at Ravenwood last year. All I heard was... You and Dr. Qualls talking about it. It's the greatest. It was. It was. Uh, it was almost comical. It was so bad. I was. I believe I apologize to you. The weather was bad. I know, but no excuses. We're expecting you to big time show up this week, and they will. But they've got to redeem themselves. As it was awful. It was bad. Go back and watch the film. Maybe you need to tweet. It. I think it, we might have deleted. It, you know, it. football guys, football coaches talk about it all the time. The eye in the sky don't lie. Go back and it watch bad. it. It was bad. It, it, it was not Ravenwood game day worthy. But I think, I think, I think that you're right. I think they will uh, redeem themselves. Did you make a pick? I'm going Ravenwood. Ravenwood, because I, I got a feeling you want to pick Brentwood. I know it always goes maybe unexpectedly. Uh, I'm going Ravenwood. They're not going to have, you know, the old hangover from the a Oakland game, which can happen. Yes, it won't happen. Uh, Ravenwood's going to win in a tight game. I just think they have a little bit too much offense for Brentwood. This game is this is a tough one. I usually don't do well in this one. But I, I, I'm with you. I'm going to go with Ravenwood. But here's why. And you're right. I do want to pick Brentwood. I've been on Brentwood since the beginning. I'm picking up We usually two. miss this pick, by the way. I know. This usually isn't good. Um, you're going to – I'm picking Ravenwood because I think, even though it was Oakland that Ravenwood played, I think Brentwood just had the more physical game. I think that was a physical game with Henry County, followed up by the Battle of the Woods. Even though it was Oakland, it was, it was a lot of big play stuff. I'm going with the Raptors. The Last next, one Brentwood loses for the season, by the way. Go ahead. Uh, and I didn't mention both 1-0. In, the in, region. in region play. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, now, a couple teams that are 0-1 in region play, Centennial 3-1, Summit 1-3. It'll be Summit's second game at Centennial. Last time they were the home team. Yes. Uh, Centennial Summit, who you got in this one, Tate? I'm going to go with Coach Kreisky and the Cougars. Uh, many have forgotten because it was a while ago. Coach Kreisky and Coach Coleman worked together. And then Coach Kreisky replaced Coach Coleman at Summit. And they're good friends. Um, I think Centennial's got more offensive firepower. I'm going with the Cougars. I'm going Centennial. 
I, I, I said all along, they're a playoff team. You lose this game, you're not a playoff team. So they need to win this game to be a playoff team. I still say when they match up with Brentwood, that'll be for third in the region later in the week. I mean, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. That's what I can do in this spot. I don't have to worry about, you know, just this week's games. Watch the end of the show. You're I, the executive I, producer. I can skip <laughs> Fairview, Cheatham County. Where is this uh, game? It's at Fairview, and, and let me tell you, you're going to see some other names besides those three because they're going to absolutely annihilate Cheatham County. <laughs> that was a good word. Uh, I was asking because the only good thing at Cheatham County was Stratton's, Ashland City, and it isn't there anymore. The crinkle cut fries and the burger at Stratton's was the real deal. It isn't there anymore. It's at Fairview. It's Boat Race City. It's Popcorn City. It's whatever you want to call it. Cla the, the, the big three, McCoy uh, and, and his two, his two running mates, Grant, Claxton. Yeah, Grant and Claxton. The, you know, you remember the big three, Aikman, <laughs> Emmett, Irvin. They're all eating popcorn with Mr. Butler in the third quarter. I agree. Fairview versus Independence. Who you got in this one, Tate? Franklin versus Independence. What'd I say? Fairview. <laughs> Franklin. Franklin. Independence. You get me so pumped up about the triplets, I didn't know what to do. I know. You had Fairview. Franklin. Franklin versus Independence. Who you got? Man. I'm such a Coach Melton fan, but I just think Independence has got too much firepower. I agree, Independence. And I think Independence, you're going to see them start to get rolling. I still say they're going to be second in the league. Brentwood and Centennial are going to have something to say about that, though. Yeah, no doubt. Nolansville versus Columbia Central. Uh, here's all you need to know about this game. <laughs> no, Columbia Central's only win was impressive. The county dump. 14-13 over Dixon. Yeah. So it was a barn burner. This will not be a barn burner. Uh, I'm going to predict that Walton, he threw 10 passes this last week. He might get to 12. They're going to they're gonna be rolling just like Fairview. Agreed? I agree 100%. This is another running clock. Coach Bobby Sharp, he's a legend. He's in the TNFCA Hall of Fame. He's in the Tito. He's got 397 wins. He Hey, Hey, he coach. doesn't have 398. Coach, this ain't uh, what, what's that place? What's that place that Qualls always talks about? The Rhodes brothers were from there. They play basketball down there. Linden. This ain't Linden, Coach. You're coming to see the Knights and the higher power. This is Boat Race City. All right, last game of the week. Okay. We've been the same every pick, right? Yep. You get to pick first. Okay. I know this is one that we've thought all along was going to be a great game. Page comes in 4-0, 1-0 in the league. Franklin County, 3-1, 1-0 in the league. The only loss for Franklin County was to a really good Giles team, 27-20, who Nolensville beat by a touchdown. All that being said, I'm trying to set you up here. I know. Who you got in this game? Well, you, um, you did a great job selling me on why I should pick Franklin County. The problem is – I'm a really big Colin Hurd and Coach Rathbone fan, and I think the Page Patriots are going to win. That being said, you need to do something to catch it up, and we've picked the same. But you've oh, no. also said you'll never pick against Page again. So what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to stand by my word. <laughs> You're a man of your I word? Say, <laughs> sort of. Just don't watch the previous. Uh, I told Coach Rathbone and the squad I'm going to stick with Page from here on out. I'm going to stand by that. Page and I think they uh, 
I think they win by double digits. Wow. Page is tough, man. They are tough. They are good. They are tough. So, so it's no gonna be, this is not separation no. Saturday. It's not separation Friday. Yeah. Well, Saturday's when we, I guess, no, right. we, we know. do the standings. <laughs> All right, Tate, great to see you as always. Very excited about the games this week. And game day. Game day, man. And WCTV game of the week. I think challenge has been accepted, and I think they will redeem themselves. And uh, I know, I'm telling you, man, anybody who's been to a game day, Dr. Qualls always brings the juice. He'll, he'll have a little, you watch, he'll have a little added pep in his Well, I mean, let's Friday. face it. If you go, he's never going to pick against Ravenwood. <laughs> he loves Coach Hester more than anyone in the world, except maybe his lovely wife and kids. So he'll be pumped, but he'll have that Ravenwood crowd. It'll be good. Although he, he couldn't do anything about it last year. Nope. Mr. Str have we talked to Mr. Street about jackets? We, are we going with the well, Blazers? We need, we need to make some calls about yeah, that. We need to make some calls. He needs to get on the stick. I can't wait. Get to a game. Get to a game. Tate, again, as always, appreciate you being here. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us for Sports Connection. We'll see you next time.